and a good day to you wherever you are hope you're all doing well so today we're talking about Biden again President Biden um, the latest poll um, and and naturally this is one of the um, main cable news reporting uh, it's, it's a trustworthy poll to a degree but I don't really 100% trust it um, 59% of Democrats, uh, latest poll on Biden, 59% of Democrats looking to replace him do not want Biden because they are terrified, more than likely, that he may not survive the next four years. And rightfully so, because his performance has been pretty dismal. Um, he has done an okay job, in, in my opinion, but um, rising up to the presidency, I don't think he is capable of it. I simply think Joe Biden uh, means well, and yes, um, he won by quite a bit of margin over Trump, but... Personally, I think that it was more um, of a vote against Trump than it was for Biden. So I know I, I, I you know, when you look at this thing uh, more um, in detail and get into the weeds, you realize that, yeah, it wasn't all about uh, Joe Biden last time. They were voting against Trump. They didn't, a lot of people didn't like Trump. A lot of independents uh, ran, ran from Trump because of what he did uh, with you know, January 6th and all that. So um, that said, all the polls um, are going to be up and down right now. Um, and I constantly watch all of them. I'm a political um, junkie, so I watch all of them. Um, I watch as much as I can, try to learn from all of them. So, um, when we're looking at um, some of these um, uh, polls, um, you can get a little taste of what the public is looking for, but it doesn't say everything. Now, who was uh, polled? We don't know. All we know is that 59% of the Democrats supposedly want someone new. Yeah, because they don't feel that Biden will survive the next four years. And that's what it is. It comes down to that, right? And they're, they're just fearful. They're terrified. Wouldn't you be you voting for someone you don't know if he's going to survive the next four years? I think uh, most people would be, rightfully so. And I give them that. But um, I know for a fact no one is going to challenge him. Um, Gavin Newsom is someone that everyone is eyeballing and feeling that he could actually uh, be the next person. Uh, but um, that said, he is not going to challenge Kamala Harris. He's just not going to do that. Why is he not going to do that? Because they work together. She was in his state. She came up in his state. Uh, he helped her tremendously in the past. Um, and they both work really well together. They have trust and bond between them. I don't see him 
um, challenging her at all. And I said that in the past. He's not, Gavin Newsom is not going to challenge Kamala Harris. Now, if she gives up that position and asked him to run, which is uh, uh, absolutely absurd, why is she going to do that? She's the current VP right now. She's just not going to give up that uh, seat that's inches away from her. And um, um, she's literally a heartbeat away from the presidency. Well, think about it. Why is she going to give that up to anyone? She worked very hard politically, you know. She's no dummy either. I know people always make the vice president look like a dummy, but they're not dummies. They're just sitting in the shadows. Their, their job, a vice president's job is to just wait and do nothing. They're sent out to pasture. Do nothing is what they're told. Mr. or Mrs. Vice President, Miss Vice President, Madam, Madam, uh, Madam Vice President, please take a seat and enjoy yourself. Enjoy the ride. That's what they're told. So, um, coming back to Joe Biden, the the polls that are the the latest polls that um, we're looking at, right? So, Biden versus Trump, forty-two fifty-two for Trump. Um, for ABC poll, ABC, uh, Washington Post, 42-51 for Trump, and Trump's uh, um, uh, nine points ahead. <clears throat> um, um, and then uh, you can go on and on with the other um, active vote there, 48-252 for Trump. Um, and I've been looking at all of these different polls uh, from ABC, CBS, um, I think I already mentioned ABC, um, 42-52 for Trump. Uh, Biden is uh, behind 10 points um, in the ABC poll. In, um, in the Washington Post, he's behind 42-51. So um, let me just say this. These polls don't mean shit. Okay, we know that. They don't mean anything right now. Here's why I say that. Let's put everything aside. A universe, a, an entire universe could happen between now and 406 days, okay, which is election day 2024, right? 406 days from today. So a universe could happen. A whole lot of things could happen. So polls don't mean shit. They don't mean anything. They, 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 they just a, a basically a uh, timestamp um, and that's all it is it's a it's a moment in time yeah you pick up the phone somebody calls you or this uh, they ask someone on the street or I don't know how these polls are conducted I'm sure they call them and they have other means of going online and possibly having uh, them connecting to registered voters and find out hey do you like Trump uh, do you like Biden oh yeah I'm a Democrat I don't want Biden now they Take a thousand people. They ask them, and okay, fifty-nine percent of those said, "Yeah, we're kind of, you know, uh, you know." And and then they always sway them into like, "Yeah, you don't want Biden, right? If you could get this other person that's a little more golden, why would you want Biden, right? If 
what if Biden, what do you think that Biden will survive the next, next four years? It creates fear in these people and they end up saying, oh yeah, yeah, I much rather have somebody else. Which is bullshit. Uh, I mean, polls are polls. So, you know, uh, there is statistics and statistics and then uh, there is polls and polls. So you can say whatever you want about polls. Currently, they change tomorrow. Uh, people, these organizations change their polls like we change our socks. Right? Today it's this, tomorrow it's that. One week later, something else. And, um, and that's how, that's exactly how um, uh, we need to look at it. It's just a moment in time. I look at polls and I try to gauge just the heartbeat of certain things, but mm, can't go by polls. Okay, guys, so we move on from the polls. Um, Biden is definitely, uh, the Democrats running out of time. They're going to appoint someone, right? They're going to they're gonna bring somebody into the front and try to get him to be the nominee. I don't think Biden is going to give up that position. I personally don't think that man is going to. He waited all his life for this, all his entire 50-year careers, you know, waited for God knows how long, right? Uh, 50 years in the government. He is not going to give up this position, guys. We know this. And uh, why would anybody do that? I know he's a little senile, but he's not completely wacko and crazy. He's not stupid. He has pretty uh, strong people around him. They're not going to ever advise him to do that. They will wait it out. Look at what's happening with McConnell. He's literally having strokes in the middle of an interview, uh, standing in a podium. Goodness gracious, these people need to learn a lesson from that. Do you see McConnell just leaving and going into the sunset? No. Mitch McConnell is not going into the sunset. Mm -mm. Not going to happen. He probably want to die in the, in, in the Senate and be carried out. But he is not going to give up that position. Absolutely not. And then it's not just him, guys. It's the people around him. The special interest, the lobby. Everybody's like, no, you're going to stay in here. You ain't going nowhere. So you see, the man is kind of forced. Um, and if he tries to go uh, away, they could, uh, against their will, they could destroy him. Right? And he has to worry about his damn legacy. So think about it in those terms. These people are not going to destroy their legacy, whether it's Biden or Mitch McConnell or Bob Menendez, uh, you know, Bob Menendez's second indictment and, you know, second time being indicted. He's been there before. Uh, he, he, don't, he don't give a rat's ass. He could care less. I don't give a shit. I've been here before. I beat that other one. I'm going to beat this one. Okay, well, try beating a half a million dollars cash in your pocket, dude. Mr. Bob Menendez, Senator Bob Menendez, I don't know. Anyways, that's another subject. I'm not going to get into that. This is about Biden and what Biden is going to do. In my opinion, he is being pressured from the West Wing. Please step down, Mr. President. Make room for Kamala Harris. Is like, no, I am not doing this. I'm not doing this, guys, because those around him, uh, his briefers are telling him, his advisors, 
uh, are telling him no no don't don't do this just hang in there hang in there you'll be fine you'll be fine so we're running out of time as far uh, democrats running out of time as far as them picking someone new and picking someone new means uh, they got to do it fast they're running out of time and we everyone knows that so if they go beyond this uh, next month or two they're stuck with Biden unfortunately the Democrats are stuck with Biden and he's the current president um, Trump goes up against him Trump will lose again because everyone knows what Trump did last time he came in the, he, he wouldn't give up his seat and they're terrified even his own base is terrified a, a good portion of them that have you know intelligence and understand politics that that was a bad thing for the nation you, you can't be trying to uh, ransack the capital and uh, uh, you know get rid of the the vice president and hang him and 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 uh, no you can't be doing this so yeah uh, when you think about it in those terms even some republicans are ambivalent for trump to come back yes they're gonna say that outwardly right oh yeah i'm gonna vote for trump of course because they got peer pressure too they got worried about their families and friends who are like all diehard republicans and and like oh yeah we're, we're gonna vote for trump so no uh, but he loses again to maybe not by such a large margin but nevertheless I believe if it's Trump and Biden Biden takes a seat again he gets the next four years so um, and and so far uh, we're not seeing any viable candidates on the right um, the only one that had a real chance was the former VP Mike Pence but Mike Pence is zero personality uh, he, he can't uh, he can't even excite a dog if he wanted to no offense but that's a, that's how I feel he's just no excitement he is all business I understand but you can be all business you still have a little personality to you and this is where they fail they feel like well we have to part of them is right they have to rise up to the occasion be the vice president right but at the same time when you look at it from the public's point of view they want to know if they can ha you're that sort of guy that they can have a beer with and sit down and bullshit with and talk and laugh and joke if they don't feel like you're the guy notice all the other former presidents that came and went uh, whether it's uh, going to Obama of course Obama is very charismatic but even uh, Bush jr. right uh, if you look at him he made himself out to be the guy that you want to have a beer with you know hey I'm not so smart but I know that hey but uh, I want to be the president I want to serve you I want to take care of you and no I don't know everything and I can't pronounce certain words hey it's okay you're a human being and he and that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to kind of become that person this is a PR thing this is when someone who is an expert in campaigns 
an expert in media relations will look at this persona and say, hey, look, you need to separate yourself from the candidate. Okay, the candidate is somebody that is going to be serving all the public. And they want to know whether they can have a beer with you and hang out with you in a barbecue. If you don't look like that type, you uh, meaning he or she, if you are too uptight, you too sound too anal every time you talk, um, and you basically seem like a person with no personality, well, I'd rather not vote for you. And they're rightfully so. They're scared because they don't know you're going to be all business. You just, you know, they can't relate to you. Can you blame them? I can't blame them. I can't blame them. I'm like that too. Um, at times I have supported people on the right. At times I have supported naturally uh, on the left. I tend to be more independent and that's what I am. I can never put labels on myself and I advise most people that are in uh, politics, do not put your label Number one, put a label on yourself. If you put a label on yourself, you're stuck there. Be an independent thinker. You see the right and the left, they're not getting us anywhere. They get into this capital and they get lost with a special interest, right? So be independent. Think for yourself. If the person on the right looks good, well, okay, well, let's give them the vote. Person on the left looks good, well, let's give him the vote because, yeah, he, we differ in ideologies. Uh, uh, but they're not the enemy. Can't see the other guy as the enemy because he differs in opinion, guys. Think about it in those terms. If you are... If, th if this is what they did during the July months when they were writing the Constitution, all the Founding Fathers, if they this is what they did, they... they Claim their position was so right that the other was an enemy. The other side was an enemy. Think about it. We wouldn't have this nation right now. And personally, when I looked at that, how difficult of a situation that was to be uh, um, constructing a constitution that worked for everyone because this was the very first self-governing uh, uh, constitution ever, ever created. So... I studied that in depth, looked at the Federalist Papers and realized that there was a lot of difference of opinions there. There was a lot of difference of opinions there. People did not engage in a way where the other guy was the enemy. We got to stop doing this. I say this to all my friends. Just because someone disagrees with you, they're not your enemy, guys. They're just different opinion. Don't you have difference in opinion in your own home? Say, if you are a family of five, husband, wife, family, nuclear family, right? Do you, would you not have difference of opinion in all five members? Well, there you have it. So let's not kid ourselves. Let's not do this to our nation. We can be civil and disagree with someone. Agree to disagree. 
this is what I say. Agree to disagree. So it, I'm an independent. I declared myself an independent a few years back. I said, I'm not going to be labeled as a Democrat or, a, or as a Republican. Okay? There's parts of both of these two um, uh, um, the, the uh, two parties that I don't like. There's parts I don't like. There's parts of uh, Republicans I totally despise. And there's parts of Democrats I totally despise. You can't go too far left, too far to the right. You, everything, everything is in the middle. Everything is in the middle. The entire negotiation happened in the middle. Everyone has to sacrifice something. This is how our own founders did it when they created our Constitution for the United States. They came up with a compromise. They didn't just bicker and try to shoot themselves and raid the building or, or declare the other side enemy and call them all sorts of names and uh, deplorables and stuff which the left was doing during the 2016 election. That was a very stupid thing that Hillary did, calling Trump's base uh, you know, uh, deplorables. And what happened was those who were independent-minded that was somewhat supporting Hillary basically ran away from her because their own family members were supporting Trump and they were wearing shirts with the deplorable uh, written on it. Can't do this. Got to be more realistic about how we're going to move forward. So my advice to the public is behave yourselves when it comes to your emotions control your emotions and don't let the emotions get the best of you just because someone differs in opinion does not mean they're your enemy okay going back to trump i mean going back to joe biden i don't believe that they are going to replace biden however the one that's waiting in the shadows is gavin newsom okay you can tell he was making his rounds. I mean, it doesn't take an Einstein to figure that out. He's making his rounds, going on Fox News, getting in some debates and praising Biden, praising Biden. Okay, he is like, yeah, Biden is my guru. I am really high on Biden. Biden is my best friend. And if he steps down, I'm the guy. Well, that's what he's saying, right? So... Um, Gavin Newsom is the guy. If anything happens, guys, if Biden steps down, you can count on... Uh, I'm putting myself out there on the limb with this one. It's Gavin Newsom if Biden drops out and Kamala Harris. I do, and I don't believe Kamala Harris is going to be challenged by, by uh, Gavin Newsom. He's just not going to do that. It'll be a weird thing to see that because they're both very friendly to each other. And, and they grew up in politics together. So um, that said, um, sayonara for the next time. Be well. Thank you for listening and God bless.